It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we try to help you slow things down, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And uh, we're going to cover a host of things as we uh, move through the day. We're uh, keeping our eye on a number of things in our nation's capital. Uh, House Republicans are having uh, conversations today to talk about Representative Green and uh, what's happening there. Democrats are moving uh, to have a vote tomorrow to strip Representative Green of some of her committee assignments. So we'll continue to watch that. Uh, we know that uh, in the Senate today that there was a, an agreement finally reached in terms of how the power sharing works in a 50-50 Senate uh, they've uh, taken care of that today. Chuck Schumer announced that uh, they will have the uh, committee gavels. The Democrats will, as they do have the vice president to be the 51st vote uh, on those. So they will uh, take control there and that will drive the agenda in the United States Senate. So uh, they've taken that one uh, off the map. Uh, if you missed it earlier this morning, uh, I thought this was a, a really powerful scene in our nation's capital today. Uh, in the rotunda as uh, lawmakers and others uh, lined up to honor the slain Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick uh, at the at the Capitol today. And I wanted to bring just a little bit of sound from that. It's, it's always powerful. There aren't very many people who uh, are afforded that honor uh, being in the Capitol rotunda. And uh, the tributes uh, were appropriate, again, in, especially in light of uh, what took place there and how this uh, Capitol Hill police officer uh, gave his life. Let's go to uh, Mitch McConnell. This morning, the U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick lies in honor under the dome of the institution he swore to defend and died defending. Our Democratic Republic was built to endure, but it needs heroes like the officers of the U.S. Capitol Police to support and defend it. So today we mourn and give thanks for the true patriot who lies in the rotunda. The Senate and the entire country send our deepest condolences to Officer Sicknick's family and all who loved him. His name will never be forgotten. Uh, so that was the minority leader, Mitch McConnell, uh, in the uh, Senate, uh, talking about uh, the Capitol Hill police officer, Brian Sicknick. Uh, let's uh, listen for just a moment to uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Speaker of the House, who also paid tribute today. We will never forget. With your permission, may we be worthy to carry Brian in our hearts. We will never forget. So it, it's a stirring, a stirring ceremony that took place there. Uh, again, members of uh, both houses and uh, both sides of the political aisle. Uh, came together uh, to pay respects to someone who uh, lost his life defending the Capitol. 
uh, in the riots that took place there on January the 6th. And uh, that loss of life is so significant and so interesting and so powerfully poignant to see the visual of uh, what took place this morning in the Capitol Rotunda and contrasting that with what was in the Capitol Rotunda uh, on January the 6th and uh, very stark and uh, very poignant uh, memories uh, as we look at that. And so that's, a, <clears throat> I think, a, a very important thing for the, the Senate and the House to do. Uh, it does kind of put everything in perspective in terms of what really matters. Uh, we can argue about the politics uh, of all of the different things, uh, and that will happen in the days ahead as the impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump will uh, begin next week. Both sides are lining up their strategies. They've outlined their uh, prosecution and defense in the article of impeachment. Uh, and it's pretty easy to to see where that goes. Uh, those representing the former president are going to say this is not constitutional. And uh, he was exercising uh, his uh, right to free speech. Uh, the other side will just flip the script and say, no, it is actually uh, important that we do this, uh, do it constitutionally, that there is accountability uh, and that uh, going to the old saying that your freedom to swing your fist uh, ends at the tip of my nose uh, is going to be the inciting of the riot will be the argument uh, made in terms of those prosecuting uh, the former president. So there's a lot to, to play out there, but I do think it was very important today that uh, there was this moment, again, very few uh, who have not been either presidents or sitting members of Congress who have passed away while in office uh, have been afforded that luxury of lying in state in the United States Capitol and having the ceremony there. And so I think that was very important. I think it should send a message to everyone that uh, life is more important than all of these battles. All the posturing, all of the political shenanigans that go on uh, should all be set aside uh, when we talk about life and, and how we treat each other and what that actually means in the world. And uh, so, again, a very powerful, very important moment, I think, in the Capitol today. Hopefully it will uh, calm things down a little bit and uh, provide some important perspective uh, as to what we should be focusing on and how we should be going about all of that. And those conversations uh, really do matter. Uh, I want you to weigh in today. Uh, what's on your mind? Help us elevate the conversation. You can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. You can do that at 57500. We've got a number of other things we're going to hit as we go through the day today. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what is in a name. We're going to talk about Dixie State University and a bill up on Utah's Capitol Hill, our eye on the hill, uh, as they look at possibly changing the name of Dixie State University. Lots of strong opinions on both sides. Actually going to have our friend Lee Lonsberry uh, join us for a moment. He's had some fascinating conversations around this topic. We'll also share some insight from Dixie State uh, University president uh, and some perspective from some of the students as well. Uh, so we'll break that down coming up here at 1120. Uh, we're also going to talk about anxiety uh, and mental health uh, coming up at 1135 and some interesting perspectives. We always like to look at those who have that courageous vulnerability, those who are willing to share uh, what they're going through, what they're experiencing. And then we're going to round out the program today uh, with a big look at what exactly is a trillion. And we'll talk about trillions and trillions. And uh, so you want to stick around with us all the way through the hour uh, here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. We'll go ahead and step aside uh, for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will explore Dixie State University. What's in a name? Find out next.
two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.